You know the feeling you walk into a coffee shop, maybe you've been there before, maybe not. But the smells, the sounds, the conversations you have over your first cup of coffee with a friend are almost so good they're spiritual. Too dramatic? Maybe. But I'm going with it anyway. I'm Phil Simmons, and this is First Cup. All right, this is it. This is episode three, one you've been waiting for. I'm excited to share this one with you guys. On this episode, I have Carl Bakey of Passenger Coffee. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. I got him on the show. Now, some of you may know Carl from Behind the Bar, where he's been a barista for nine years. But most recently, he's transitioned into a big role with Passenger in the relationship support and training side. So if you're enjoying some delicious coffee at a cafe or coffee shop that carries Passenger coffee and it tastes absolutely amazing, I bet Carl had something to do with it. He probably trained one of those baristas. But here's the best part. Not only did Carl spend some time with me and have a great conversation at Prince Street Cafe in Lancaster, he also shares some tips that you can use to make better coffee at home without spending any extra time or money. So get your 12 ounce half-calf skim latte with goat's milk or whatever the heck it is you're drinking right now ready and enjoy. All right, so I'm gonna set the stage for you why Carl puts away his belongings. Oh, that was quick. Uh, we're at Prince Street <laughs> Cafe, that's it. <laughs> I do want to talk about the pressures of... The pressures I felt this morning as I ordered my coffee, because there I stand in front of one of the coffee gods of oh, Lancaster and, and Pennsylvania and maybe the world even, maybe the universe. Do you judge people for what they drink? Um, I'm always judging. This last Friday I got asked to be a, a judge. Ah. Uh, um, I got asked to be a judge at a, at a local latte art That's throwdown. Cool. Yeah. And, um, Where is it being hosted? It was actually at Square One. Yes. Um, they were having a collaboration with another roasting company in PA called Alabaster. They're okay. up in Williamsport. I've heard of them. Shout out to my Williamsport homies. There you go. Um, but yeah, they were like, oh, will you be a judge? And I was like, I'm always judging. <laughs> yes. No, I honestly. You mean be myself don't. and just show up? Yes, I can do that. <laughs> I will. Yes. <clears throat> um, but no, honestly, I've been a barista for nine years, so I've I've heard every every single thing ordered that you could possibly order in a coffee shop. Yeah. So someone like myself, I ordered a 16 ounce black coffee with a shot of espresso. What it's, is? Yeah, some people would call that a red eye. Oh, um, so is all right. Well, let's analyze this real quickly. So, someone like myself that doesn't use the proper vernacular, like, oh, okay, oh, okay, he's kind of an amateur. Wow, he doesn't even know what a red eye is. He doesn't even know what he's drinking. I think it comes from those super early flights that people call red eyes. Yes, and people just need 
a heck ton of caffeine. You know, and the thing is, is I knew it was called a red eye. I just always thought of it as a smaller, like I'm, I'm doing a, because it's quick, like a 12 ounce. That's my excuse, listeners. <clears throat> I'm still getting over this cold. Podcasts are great because we can edit everything out. Like this, for instance. This dead space. Why? Why what? Why edit it? Because... <laughs> no filter, bro. But no, I do want to set the stage a little bit more. Okay. Because whenever I'm listening, I'm like, well, what are you drinking? What, mm. are, you, what are you wearing? Okay. On that subject of what are you wearing. So you got your the coffee together, which was an event that oh, yeah. you... You helped. I host. organized. You organized. <laughs> See, and I, I pretty much assumed that you hosted it. I didn't want to like step on anyone's toes, but yeah. you hosted. You designed the shirt. It's true. Which is, do you still are those still for sale? Can someone still find those somewhere in the recesses of the internet um, or, or your closet? Well, we've had passengers at two events that have been like fundraising um, for coffee growing communities, and Coffee Together was the first one that I. Uh, help them plan that was definitely a philanthropic philanthropic venture yeah if you will um because what was that based around again that was raising this was raising money for um private education for young women in antigua guatemala that is awesome Um, so antigua has actually become one of my favorite places that grows coffee we we celebrate like where coffee's from just as much as how it tastes. So it was really something for other people to kind of get behind the idea of, all right, we all are drinking coffees and buying coffees from these communities. How, how do we actually help people who are in those communities have more full lives? Sure. Um, so last spring, we did coffee together, and then... Uh, in the in the fall, we actually had a. It was called an evening for coffee people. Yes. Um, it sounded a little bit more Which pretentious. I didn't attend because I, I did not know what a red eye was. <laughs> I was bought from that event. No, but I, re- I remember that. That was the second event that I have not gone yeah. to. <laughs> and that was for uh, literally raising money for shit um, in uh, in Burundi. In Kayanza, Burundi. So we work with a with a coffee project out there called Long Miles. And when we asked um, when we asked them what they needed in their community, they were like, "We need fertilizer." Yeah. So we um, we were raising money for cattle for that community That's so that so they would cool. have a natural fertilizer because right below labor, labor is the biggest cost for coffee farmers. They need you know they have a harvest similar to any other agriculture they have a harvest that they need to hire workers for and uh you know to basically pay all of them to pick the ripest beans and to uh right you know to do their job well you know they pay them a lot but right under there is fertilizer that's what they needed so that's that's what we went for so it's pretty hard to not love what you're doing when you have stuff like that like here's my cap feather (laughs) And now I can wear the Coffee Together t-shirt and yeah. be noticed for it. Yeah. Like, I hey, love it. Carl Bakey, <laughs> did you host, organize, design? No, but it's seriously. All true. It's all true. But I also wanted to talk about the fact that 
as as a barista, obviously there is an art, there is a science that goes into it. Yeah. But the biggest thing that I think that people that maybe haven't heard about you or seen you in the city or seen you out at one of the coffee shops that Who you're at. hasn't seen me? I, I know. Well, <laughs> there might be a few left. For those of you who haven't, I mean, I think that people visiting your, like your Instagram or something like that will notice that you're, you yeah. are an artist. Yeah. Um, which obviously the shirt, the text, you love comic books. Oh man. Let's talk about comic oh, books spend, really oh, quickly. Oh man. Because that's like your, I can tell that's just your like, <laughs> that's like your <laughs> secret, like passion. I feel like if you weren't a, a barista or something like that, you would want to be like in a a comic book store all oh, day absolutely. like drinking coffee and listening to music yeah. and just reading comics is that true yeah. do I know you a little bit no it's true okay. um, if there was a record player and like a, a nice bar that I could that I could pour you know drinks from and uh, and then give people the books that they're gonna buy every week it'd be awesome the owners of the comic book shop I go to fourth wall comics for our wonderful listeners it's right Right in the Manor Shopping Center, next to Regal. I, I mean, they are they are some of my, some of my best friends, and they've become like family. So I do hang cool. out at their at their shop. But, but yeah, I, I I really love comic books. Um, I read a lot of indie comic books, so not just Marvel and DC. And I'm not I'm not like the biggest super Superman fan, or the biggest like. Green Lantern or Spider-Man. Or Who's your favorite? Would I know who your oh, favorite? I probably would um, not. I'm not into. I love the like street level dudes. So um, your everyday guy that could just surprise you yeah. and take. Okay. Yeah. Which would be who? Give me a, a couple examples. I love Matthew Murdock, who play who okay. is Daredevil. He, get, he, uh, get the Google. Okay. He's got. Right, he's Matthew. Daredevil. Everyone knows Daredevil. Ben Affleck. You know. Yeah. Um, no. No. You uh, should be ashamed of yourself, Ben Affleck. <laughs> you ruined Daredevil and you ruined Batman, too. Argo was excellent, Ben. Ben is a regular listener. Ben, so. if you're listening, you know, thanks thanks for Argo. Appreciate it. Did you see um, Argo? I didn't. So, be Daredevil. Um, I think you might have heard of Batman. Ba- um, Batman. Batman. What is um, Batman? He's a, he's a man that dresses like a bat. Oh, my. That sounds very... Yeah. Um, ominous. Yeah scares people. Batman used to be my favorite okay. character. You guys Can broke you guess? up. You guys broke up. Yeah, he he just wouldn't get over it, which I found unrealistic. Like the brooding. Yeah. Now you need to move on. Yeah. You need to seek counseling. You need to find a great woman yeah. that will maybe fill that void well, that you're... Spoiler alert, this summer he's getting <gasps> married to oh. Catwoman. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne are getting married. Okay, well, maybe he won't be as depressing. It's been, a, it's been a good run so far. Can you guess who my favorite one is? Um, I bet you can. In three S's, I bet you can. Oh, gosh. Well, is it Marvel or DC? You, you got you to gotta help um, me there. <clears throat> it's Marvel. Oh, man. Iron Man? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that the look of disgust on Carl's face is... Everyone in the room just just left. Yeah. Why don't you like Iron Man? No, I do like Iron Man. But it just, it's too obvious. It was a little obvious. Here's the thing. I just like, 
you talk about realism, you talk about the everyday. Yeah, he's super rich, but I just like the fact that he did it all himself. Yeah. He's just a smart guy that's like, oh, I, I figured it out. Yeah. I made this awesome suit. It's it's aesthetically pleasing. Oh, yeah. And it keeps I mean, getting his better fir- aesthetically. his first one was definitely not pleasing. Right. We're talking about the movie, or are we just talking well, about in general? Yeah, it was weird. In yeah. comics and, and Like, the back movie, in the 50s when it was all, like... Blobby. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Are we still on? Are we, we still are. on for coffee? We're we still on. Still on for coffee tomorrow? Hey, bro. 6.30 PSC? Okay. You just gotta make sure. Do you... Are you, um... <clears throat> do you like the morning or the evening time better? Um... I I really like the morning. Um, I thought that meeting you at six thirty was going to give me a, enough excuse to wake up before like six. It didn't. But I woke up after six because I live in the city and I can walk here in like ten minutes. Yeah. And I'm that jealous. walk usually wakes me up. Um, Especially I, this morning, it's thirty degrees. Oh yeah. In March, March is the most bipolar month. Comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. That's the saying. And that wraps up today's <laughs> podcast because we won't get any better than that. <laughs> See, that's a good picture. Like the, the neons and the blues and the, of someone who could actually take a photo. Yeah. There's too much light in here for you to... You would need a good camera knowledge to be able to yeah. both get... So much for art college, you know? It was all 2D, man. It was all... <laughs> I'm good with this. I'm good with my hands. Oh, wow. But not not photography at all. I took, I, I took one black and white course, and it, it didn't go over... <laughs> didn't go over very well. Because <clears throat> it's too much work. It was like where you take it into the dark room, and you're dodging, and you're burning, and you're dipping, oh, and yeah. you're drying, and you're slapping and sm- Oh. Oh, <sighs> dark rooms slapping it got pretty I mean think about it there's a lot of college like corny college students in a dark oh, room yeah. oh yeah everyone got F's I love me. that I love that door that goes into a dark room so do I you feel like you're walking into 2001 a space odyssey you know what that is very similar to kind of is have you ever recorded in a studio um, it's it's always been a it's always been a dream of mine, but this will be the first time that my voice is actually recorded into the into the ether of wow of everything. Really? Yeah, I've never done a voiceover. I've never done. I feel uh, pri- I feel very uh, privileged. I've to never done those YouTube videos. I, I mean, I I think I think when when everyone got their first MacBook, they like played with Photo Booth for the first like seventeen hours. So you were you know you were using your. You were using your best vlog voice even before like vlogs existed. It was preparation for future vlogs. Oh, man, God help us! God help us from oh, from the vloggers. Um, man, I wanted to talk to you about something. Well, I wanted to go back to asking. I just asked you, do you like the morning better or do you like the evening yeah. better? Yeah. And you said like, you kind of said like, eh, I like the morning. I do, I do. But uh, it's I like to fill my day. And I like to be tired by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm very productive, like, after 8.30. Um, at night? Me neither. At night. I'm, I, I'm I just, I'm, I would rather get up and go. Get your and, stuff And, like, go done. to something. Yeah. And then be like, 
it's 7.30 in the morning. I'm ready to take a nap. Yeah, like, I've already <laughs> done everything. And there's such a, there's such a, like, kind of a pretentious, like, whenever you've already done a lot of things that oh, you needed yeah. to do. I and then people this. are waking up, like, 8 o'clock, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm already done. Yeah. My face, I'm 35 years old. My face in the morning, it's starting to look weird. How so? It's puffy. Oh yeah. It like, and this is better. But do you look at your do you look at yourself like when you get up in the morning? Do you when you go in the bathroom or mm-hmm. do what you got to do? Yep. Do you then look in the mirror? I actually don't have eyes when I wake up. <laughs> um, I gotta my, find them in the medicine cabinet. My, yeah, and put them it, in. Yeah, I need to like, you know, kind of kind of cut them open. It's not that I'm tired. It's that, like people will be like, oh, you look really tired today. Which is always the best compliment from anybody. Um, yes, I thank, love I love saying you. that. I love saying that to girls actually. because yeah. they just love that. I mean, yeah. I get so many phone numbers. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I I feel like honestly, I look in the mirror and I'm like, do you? What are those black slits that you have there? Yeah. Like the and and it's just it's not that I'm tired. I just my face just doesn't yeah. want eyes in the morning. That's how I am. And then this <laughs> this area, it's getting puffier as I get older, and it's just like, I don't know. So it's it's 7 o'clock. It's, the sun is, like, creeped up. Oh, it's creeped. It's like a nice ambient blue. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm coming for you. I mean, this this is the best. I've always said this. Um... This is this is my favorite like cup of coffee, is when you mm-hmm. know you just see the sun come up and hit everything and like that just that wakes me up even more than coffee does, believe it or not. Even though my intro is a little bit on the corny side, it I swear to you that's what I'm talking about. Where the light is coming up, you're most likely alone or even with someone talking, and it's just like you could capture that moment it's like the first kiss of the day the first kiss is the deepest so this yep. is your first recording and you decided to <laughs> go out and do some some power vocals did you just see that yeah that was magical was that brownies or like a several seven layer chocolate cake that was actually like the gift of heaven walking in. Manna. Yeah, it was definitely the manna from heaven. Manna's um, not birds or whatever the heck the Bible says it is. It's yeah. chocolate brownie yeah. layer cake, whatever. So, so context, we walk in, and I'm like, hey, Phil, you want you want some food? He's like, ah, maybe later. And then he sees the brownies. Oh, and dude, I'm probably, salivating right now. There's probably like six or seven brownies on a plate. And, you know, we were like, oh, those look great, and we'll take one of each, and joking around. And now one of the baristas just put approximately 14 brownies on a plate and I'm getting just like, brought them out in front of us. Like diabetic goosebumps. <laughs> You're getting like, like the hairs are and just... Yeah, the hairs are standing up on my back. I'm just kind of like... I don't know. I'm fascinated by how much we as a culture talk about food. Yeah. I'm fascinated by, especially Americans. I mean, I've done some traveling. <laughs> I've done some traveling. <laughs> Yeah, while all my friends were getting married, I was traveling. So you talking about, like, embracing the single life? Bro, I'm, I'm so there. There you go. Um, it's, it's really interesting when, um, when, I, when I was traveling, like, 
it would be, you know, Norwegians and South Koreans and, you know, everybody. Yeah. And and the people who were who would be sitting at, at like a mealtime who would be talking about other food that they weren't eating would be always Americans. Americans. We love talking about food that we're not eating while we're eating food. I don't really think there's anything wrong with that, no, there's right? Nothing, it's just a matter of a it. difference. It's it's, a, it, that is a very interesting observation. It's though. a very American thing. We talk about food. It's like this... It's a constant. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, I always think about food. I there's mean, a guy at work that's always like, yeah, I get it, you're hungry. Because I'm always saying I'm hungry. Like every other hour, I'm hungry. You know, it's communicating your desires. It's putting it out there in the universe, you know? Like, maybe someone will come by and drop me off like an egg you. sandwich from Sheets. Or <laughs> maybe I have a, a good friend that'll drop me <clears throat> off a 16-ounce latte <clears throat> named Carl. Well, it's funny when you when you order just a black coffee. I'm like, I will get you a latte. No, and that's the thing. I don't... <laughs> it, depending on the, it depends on the time of day, and yeah. I think everyone can agree. It really depends on the time of day what you order... But I know that a, a coffee with a shot of espresso will get me going. It's clean and efficient. It's like a 93 octane. Yeah. It's no frills. We just yeah. but it, it uh, it's delicious. If a if a red eye, oh my god, aka a coffee oh, geez, with a shot of espresso was a car, what would it be? If a red eye was a car, what would it be? 911. For context, I have a I have a very confused look on my face. Porsche 911 okay. Turbo. Porsche. The weight distribution is perfect. It's light. It's, oh, wow. it's aerodynamic. Whereas your latte would be something that's a little bit slower. Yeah. It still has maybe a V10, but it's a little more geared towards a luxury, like a like a Bentley oh. or something like that, where you have just insane amount of legroom in the back but the fact the fact that you can so easily talk about um, like coffee beverages being cars I think I think it I think it confirms that you and I should open a coffee shop and like all of the drinks oh it'll be like after cars you know Americana will be a 911 oh my god and a latte I just will got be goosebumps a again man first the brownies and now the the business ideas dude I just want to like pause right now and go over what the drinks will be and what we would call them. Oh man! Stay tuned. It'll probably be next year <laughs> when we open this. All right. So the, one of the reasons I had you on is obviously you know what you're talking about. You've been in the coffee industry and a, a barista and in that game for right. what nine plus years? Nine years. Jeez. Yeah. And yeah, we've all been making coffee our entire lives, but maybe we've been making it the wrong way. <sighs> so oh, man. gasp. Can you enlighten myself mm-hmm. and yeah. the listeners on how to make a, a good cup of coffee and every day it won't take a lot of time, yeah. it won't take a lot of effort? Yeah. What are the steps? Yeah, so coffee is obviously, maybe not, maybe people don't really think about it this way, but it's, it's coffee and water. Fascinating. <laughs> First step, oh. buy good coffee. It can be pre-ground. It can be dark roast. It can be, you know, whatever you want. But if, if you're going to start with, like, coffee that just tastes bad in general, then you're not going to have a good 
cup now, of what would you define as good coffee? Because oh, I think man. that's what I think that's the obviously it's the first step. Right. Is people think okay, well I'm going grocery shopping. Right. Oh, do I have to pay ten to fifteen dollars a bag and buy Starbucks? What is good? What would you define as good? I think th- like there's definitely different grades of coffee. Um, when anybody, I mean, from Folgers to passenger. Um, when anybody's buying coffee from, you know, Colombia, Ethiopia, Kenya, Guatemala, they are rated on a 100-point scale. So anything below 80 points, which they won't publish this on the can or on the bag or whatever, but um, specialty coffee is anything over 80 points. Do um, you it, know, based on your just insight and knowledge, do you, can you look at a Folgers and can you look at the different um, brands of coffee that are available in most grocery stores and know what the grade is of each? No. No. I mean, me it would be personally... Great if you said yes, because that would be awesome. I know. I would, love to, I would love to just be like, yes, absolutely, I, I know. I have it memorized, and I'll go over it right now. <laughs> um, First. But I think, I think if, if the company that you're buying coffee from is celebrating really where it came from, and it's not just like the only information is dark or blonde or what like if it if it's actually celebrating like this is from Colombia or this is from you know Brazil or or you know it was um, I don't know just little information about it I think the more the more information that you can find out about your coffee usually it means that there was there was good stuff happening along the way and there was traceability and transparency along the buying process so I don't want to say that you know let's have every let's have you know, the names of the people who were picking the coffee on the bag, and that means it's good coffee. And marketing is definitely something that people can really get away with. I mean, people can people have convinced, convinced audiences through good marketing that coffee that goes through the intestinal tract of, uh, of, like, cats and elephants is, like, way better than, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's marketing. It's not really true. Mm. Just to just... Dis- dis- uh, we've, we've busted that myth yeah, wide yeah. open. I think if you start with coffee that smells good um, and, you know, looks healthy and doesn't look, like, greasy and gross, then, you know, you're, you're probably off to a good start. Do you think that someone coming from years and years of drinking less than great coffee, there's a learning curve to actually enjoying and appreciating good coffee? I think it's up to baristas and roasting companies to present themselves as approachable and some coffee companies do not. Um, some coffee companies would definitely be like, you gotta come to us you gotta come to us on our level. And that's not ever something that we as passenger have ever been about. Even our you know, director of coffee who's traveling you know, 25 weeks out of the year to these different coffee producing co- countries he's like, I still want someone to come up who's used to getting gas station coffee, who's used to, you know, brewing Folgers at home. Um, I want them to be able to come up to the counter and say, I want a coffee. And for you to smile, fill up a to-go cup with whatever you have on drip, and for them to enjoy it. And really, we have, like, you know, we don't want to get into the terroir of the coffee and the the roast level of the coffee or, you know, the specific flavor notes in it. It's just like, this should be approachable. This should be palatable to, like, everybody. And really... I think, I think we've actually got some customers who, at some point, after you know coming in getting, getting a coffee for you know months and months and months every day, then they'll be like, hey, 
I've seen you guys do pour, like pour overs over on the over on the other counter. Like let's. Well, yeah. So I think I think coffee consumption is is a conversation um, that baristas and like coffee roasters need to realize that they're just part of that conversation. That people do have like years and years of experience, you know, drinking like bad coffee. I mean, yeah. really, like I can just say bad coffee. And so you know, the specialty industry, if we want to thrive and we want to continue to. Um, sell coffee we need to we need to like make it approachable right. make it palatable right. so yeah so you're saying first step is take a, a little bit more time and research on the the quality of the bean and the origin of of where you're getting that yeah. from I think a really good good first step is like find a local company you yeah. know like just as there you know as people have a, have a weirdness about shopping at Walmart or you know, supporting these giant brands, like take the same take the same step if if you want to, like you know, buy local. Um, a Can lot you? of a lot of local companies won't be doing some weird things that some of the bigger bigger companies. True. Are doing. So, th- and there's obviously more than one reason. The the most vital reason, obviously, is delicious coffee. But there's greater reasons for for doing that. Just like with Passenger, how they're doing those things that are supporting. Um, those people that are out farming and yeah. and raising the delicious coffee. Can you get Passenger? Because Passenger is really big into the wholesale side, which you yep. are now in. It's me. Can you get it? Where where could I find it? Okay, so like oh, if man. I can't make it into the city, where could I find it? Yeah. Locally, we've got Harrisburg um, and Lidditz and Brickerville. Um so can you name can you yeah we've got we've got tomato pie both in Harrisburg and Lidditz okay tomato pie cafe um and then we've got um well we're sitting in Prince Street Cafe right now then also uh so the tomato pie in Lidditz and then there's a little bakery um called Cake and Cup and they serve our coffee up up near Rock Lidditz um okay where I saw Katy Perry a couple months ago oh, no big deal name drop with Ben yeah me, me and KP um and then uh, have you ever up seen in Lady Gaga in Lancaster? You know how not she's yet. supposed to date what's his face. Well, they they broke up. Oh my God! Taylor and so Gaga. now there's not going to be any more Lady Gaga sightings yeah. and yeah. like, hey, be on the lookout for Lady Gaga until she's getting her like international tour ready at Rockwood. Do you like I'm, Lady Gaga? I'm not a, I'm not a huge pop music fan, but, but yeah, then up in Brickerville near near your old stomping grounds, we've got uh, Copper Cup, which yes. is a which is a great mm-hmm. kind of model. They've they've now taken two old bank buildings that nothing was in, like with the drive-through and everything, the vault, um, and then they've basically converted those old, you know, kind of vacant buildings into coffee shops with the drive-through. Um, so you can get passenger coffee while you don't even need to leave your car, which is yeah, I love the symbolism there of taking a bank, which is an institution, which is making money off of us holding our money there, yeah. and turning it into a place where I can get delicious coffee and yeah. support areas around the world. Oh wow! Take that! It just makes Banks. me feel so many things. Way to go, Jeremy Fisher! Jeremy Fisher, props. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the quality of the bean. Quality of the bean. Let's go for it. Let's go to step two. Um, so, yeah, just, just like I said, coffee and water are really the only two things that are in coffee. Um, so you need to make sure that, you know, whatever's either coming out of your tap or um, whatever's coming out of your Brita filter or whatever is actually, like, good. So this is going to get real nerdy, folks, so buckle in. There, There is part of a, of a coffee bean that is 
soluble, which means it dissolves in water. And that's what that's like that's what we're trying to do. So we're trying to we're trying to get that soluble material out of the coffee bean. Now the water is not only an ingredient; it's also something that like participates in that process. Um, so if your water is too hard, your coffee is going to taste super bitter. It's going to be like you know drying and gross. And uh, if your water is too soft, like you're using distilled water or something. A lot of people have that, that movement kind of started where people are using distilled water. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually not going to be pulling enough out of that coffee bean. It's going to be under extracted. It's going to taste sour and not sweet. And people are going to be like, I don't like this. So a simple Passengers solution. Roast their coffee. Right. So <laughs> a simple solution for someone like me who I have hard water would just be go to Poland the source. Springs, okay. you know, Poland Springs, Deer Park, you know, just. Okay. Just get something that's So if like, I'm going to do like a French press or something like that yeah. or a drip, just use... Use good water. For that. Co- yeah. yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. That's great advice. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, what, 50 cents for a gallon or something, you know, and people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, well, cool. Yeah. I mean, and, that's fine. And, and that's settled, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then really like the ratio of coffee to water is really important. Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, just... You can be using your Mr. Coffee at home, but I would say weighing out how much coffee you're using, and then I would say starting with something like a 15 to 1 ratio. Make sure you have 15 15 times the amount of water for every part coffee. Like, so get a scale, get a scale. Weigh out how much can fit in your coffee pot, and say, okay, it's around 1,000 grams or 1,000 milliliters, um, then just divide that by 15. That's how much coffee you should use. Mm-hmm. And start with that. Start with that ratio. If you want something a little, like, thicker, a little heftier, go for, like, a 14.5 to 1 ratio, water to coffee. If you want something a little bit more floral and nuanced, go for, like, a 16 to 1. But different coffee beans will, will, will work best with different ratios. But if you, if you don't know what, how much coffee, if you're just kind of scooping it into the, yeah. to the filter... You're just kind of like, I don't really know how much I'm doing. And and I've heard people say, you know, sometimes I brew a great cup of coffee with my, with my Mr. Coffee and other times I don't. And I'm like, well, how much water were you using? How much coffee were you using? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, most people have a kitchen scale, but yeah. So I would say good coffee, good water, and then just pay attention to how much, how much of each you're using. Okay. Start with a ratio like 15 to one. And then, so for those of you who are in the car or are more visual, um, and you want a step-by-step. Um, Carl was nice enough to put together a step-by-step on my website, shopmugshot.com. And again, it's not a, ma- it's not a matter of taking more time. It's just a matter of maybe the, just the knowledge of, of what goes into it. Yeah. And just a little more, like with everything, a little more planning. Yeah. I think that's worth it. Yeah. The extra five minutes to, to make a good cup. Yeah. And I will say, you know, I've, I've worked in coffee since I was 19. I've never had that place, that cafe that I stop at before work. Yeah. Because there's coffee where I go. So I, I, I've never really been in the, uh, in the same boat as a lot, of, a lot of your listeners. So I definitely sympathize with the, the fact that, like, you know what? I don't have $350 for a, for a good grinder. I don't have, right. you know, $25 for a, for a scale. I don't have, you know more than $15 a week to spend on, you know, on, uh, you know, whole bean coffee from your local, you know, place. So I, I definitely sympathize with the whole thing, but I think, I think if you start with, 
those three things, I think everybody can can start like dialing in their process. So if you've got a if you've got a great grinder at home, awesome, use it. If you've got um, you know a beautiful filtration, you know, and your water's like more power golden, to you, awesome, you know. But uh, what we as coffee professionals are here for is to basically lease you really really expensive equipment, yeah, no, it's a, <laughs> and that's provide a good an point. experience. So yeah. um, we're always here for uh, for the commute. If, if you can find us. Carl, until next time, there will most certainly be a part two. Have me back anytime. To I Carl Bakey. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. It was great being with you. All right, that's episode three of First Cup. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Carl, for sitting down with me and reminding me what a red eye is. Be sure to check out his guest post on the blog section of my website, shopmugshot.com, for some great tips. Special thanks to Prince Street Cafe. If you've never been to Prince Street Cafe, I highly recommend it. It's even easy to find. It's uh, it's on Prince Street. 